ever been listening to your favorite podcast and think, hey, I want to start my own? Then you need Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, everyone's favorite word, free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. In desperate need of change, Kyler McCarran accepts a new position out of town. Unfortunately, tragedy strikes before her start date, and she starts into the unpredictable world of grieving. Life as Kyler knew it changed once a secret is revealed, making her question everyone around her. When his mentor asks him to take an emergency trip, Damian Kennedy doesn't hesitate. From looks to success, he has it all. But there's so much more to him than what meets the eye. Kyler is determined to find out what is hidden underneath his layers. But that could be the difference between life and death. Damien walked into Kyler's life and unexpectedly got caught in her web. The one person who who made him see women differently was the one he was ordered to stay away from. Unable to fight the feeling Kyler provided, he didn't. Now, it was life or death. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Bibliophiles Bookcase. We are here to discuss part one and two of You Got Me All In by Caitlin. I love this little series. Um, Let's just jump right into it. So, Kayla McCarran is her name. So, she is a young lady who unfortunately loses her mother. So, we start off at her mother's funeral. So, you know... Of course she's upset grieving her mom and now it's just her and her dad now at the funeral she sees her dad like there's a man talking to her dad she's like you know who is that talking to my dad looking crazy and when she walks over she hears her dad say you know like do you have to do this now does it have to be done today so this is where she unfortunately finds out that her dad is not her dad And the man kind of arguing with her father is her biological father. And as soon as she finds this out, she runs away with this man that she had been eyeing across the room. Um, And he, you know, takes her out of there. He takes her back to his hotel because he can see that she's hurting. I take that back. She went to the bathroom. It was like crying and he walked in and he was like damn oh shit my bad and then he pulls her into a hug and she's like you know do you have a car i just need to get out of here so he's like yeah come on and so he takes her back to his hotel and she turns off her phone because she's like you know i just can't deal with this i've been hit with too much all at once i don't lost my mama now i'm finding out that my daddy not my daddy and this nigga just look at me in my face like i'm supposed to embrace him with open arms and you know which i can understand is hard because it's like man you've been lied to all your life about who you thought was your dad and then it's like maybe something clicked in her head because when they got to his hotel room she's basically telling him like you know there's nothing 
that's going to happen here. I hope you're not crazy. And he's not giving off none of them vibes. He ain't said nothing to her. Like, he ain't did nothing to make her think that he would try anything like that. And so he's like, you know, you the one that asked me to take you somewhere. And I did it to help you ease your mind or get your mind off what you're going through but if you're gonna be acting like that then you stay in here and i'll go out into the living room which he does like he leaves her in the bedroom by herself he goes sits out on the couch and it's just like man i really ain't got time for this but she comes back out and they sit and have a conversation he orders her something to eat because he's like you know i bet you ain't eating nothing all day so we gonna um we just gonna sit back and chill and like a couple hours later because she gets some sleep like she fall asleep on him a couple hours later she cuts her phone back on because she had cut it off she's like i don't want to talk to nobody child and everybody's like girl where have you been we've been worried sick about you and you know basically she goes back to um her dad's house or who she knows to be her dad now the thing is after she's um that bomb had been dropped on her she's moving she's moving out of state she's moving to la i believe i forgot i don't know i should be taking notes. it's like some books i take notes on and other stories i just feel like i got it down packed i don't need no notes and maybe i should took notes um but yeah, so she's moving and come to find out she's moving to where her biological father lives and she's working for this company. I think it's a marketing company and her apartment, her condo is not ready or it's not going to be ready. So basically she moved without having anywhere to stay. Now the guy that you know, took her away from the funeral, she, she, Lord forgive me, he actually knows her father, he's like his right-hand man, and they run into each other while she's sitting at the bar, like, drinking her troubles away, and he's like, you know, do you know who your dad is? He basically runs the city, runs the state, so if you need anything, just call him and tell him, and she's like, no, I'm not doing that, I just met that man, and I'm not finna just come right off the bat using him for what he has like i'm not trying to involve him in nothing i didn't know that he even stayed here like this was pre-planned before that day even happened and i knew anything about him and so he's like all right cool um he called her dad her biological father's name is jabari and when i first read the name i cracked up for like 10 minutes because i'm pretty sure somebody already told caitlin this but of course, I thought about girlfriends and Tony calling that boy everything but his name. Um, so I was like, okay, yeah, I cannot call him Jabari. But he's known as Zeus because he's like, he that nigga. So, <clears throat> but, um, and then he got the nerve to have a stuck up mama, um, Zeus's mama. She's like, you know, where did this girl come from? How you know she don't want you for your money? And he's like, we both just found out about each other. Like, he didn't know about her either. So it's just like, 
And he was fucked up about it because he's like, you know, for the last 27 years, he's been walking around not knowing that he had a child on this earth. And then, and that's so awkward, like trying to build a relationship with each other. And it's just like, y'all don't know shit about each other. And it's real awkward. And it's like, he wanted her to come in calling him dad right off the bat. And she's like, I just... I can't do that to my daddy because that man, um, what's his name? His name was Michael. Michael was heartbroken at the fact that he lost his wife and then basically lost his daughter as well. Cause it's like, she is upset with him and she's moving. So, and she ain't called to check on him or nothing like that. Just did that man wrong child. But and I understood. I gave her some grace. Now her mama left some journals for her like some yeah journals and with her reading the journals and like figuring out about her mom's life it slowly starts to drive Kyla crazy and in the midst of her like learning about her mom's life and the things that she went through she's also developing this relationship with Zeus and Damon at the same time and Zeus tells Damon you know not my daughter stay away from my daughter she not like you cannot get with her none of that and he's like you know no I ain't even on that type of time I ain't think about her like that she just cool now Zeus and Damon's relationship is Damon tried to steal from Zeus at a young age and I think Zeus caught him and like took him under his wing and all that type of stuff and Damon has been to jail um he actually went to jail taking a rap from for his younger brother who is just so much going on but it's so good um so Damon and his younger brother, they grew up with their mother. Her name was Fran, which broke my heart. Cause if y'all know, hey Fran, hey from the internet, I was like, no, don't be bringing uh, all this negativity to Fran's good name, child. Um, but she like basically loved the younger child and hated Damon. Didn't want nothing from him. It's like something was wrong with either her car or her house. And the younger brother calls him like, please come talk some sense into her. And as soon as he walk in the door, she like, what you call him for? I would have turned right back around like, right, what did you call me for? Like, I don't need this shit from her and I don't need it from you. Like, you know that our relationship is not the best. So what are you calling me over here to communicate with her for? And... You know, with all my people that I love to read and love to go back to, I notice what their books, like, what the common theme is. So it's like, if you ever read Kaylin from the three, has it been three? Maybe four. The four books are like four series that I've read from her. Her thing is Mommy Issues all of the characters from the four books that I've read like have a messed up relationship with their mother. Um, who is it? Who else is it that I noticed has a common like, oh, Nikki Brown. If you ever read a Nikki Brown's book, 
whoever you thought was your best friend is not your best friend and they sleeping with your man behind your back that's her common thing i had to think about the books that i've read um bianca with bianca i noticed that all her kids like they're kind of naive in a way like they get turned out they're naive and then they get turned out then they turn into some little hood uh chicks i think yeah that's okay anyway sorry back to the <laughs> it just randomly popped into my head so i'm like yeah let's talk about that um <clears throat> but yeah all of her care not all the let me stick to what i know the books i read one of the characters is gonna have a problem with their mama or both of them and it happens to be both of them because even though um kyler throughout both books she misses her mom she loves her mom while her mom was alive they did not have the best relationship but you know like once people die of course it's just like oh i love you i never got to say this i never got to do this and um going back to the journal so it's like the more she read about her mom and like that's another thing that pissed me off it's just like i don't why you couldn't say this while you was alive like you basically ruined your child and then like you want to write all this stuff down and it's like oh when i die she'll finally know what's going on and so while they're getting to know each other like damien had to tell her like you need to put these down and like basically live your life like you are letting these journal entries that she left you consume you and i hate to see you like this you need to be talking to your dad and you need to be talking to your other daddy you know like don't shut him out either he did what he thought was best you know like he raised you from a baby he loves you he still cares about you like don't don't do that to him because like i said he also lost his wife so he has no one like don't yeah you can be upset of course you have the right to be upset because you've been lied to your whole life but don't shut him out either because okay so you find out that it was a lie. like does that change the memories that you have with him i've always wanted to ask somebody that like who has actually went through that because when like children find out they're adopted and all that because i've seen movies like that it's like when you find out that your parent isn't your parent it's just like i've been lied to my whole life like we can unpack that yes you have been lied to so that is not nothing to just throw to the side but what does that change in your life like your parent like that person is still your parent they raised you they love you like it's just the fact that y'all don't share dna because some people like when they find out it's like i hate you i never want to talk to you again and i'm like i don't know that and it is a lie but it's like in the grand scheme of lies what does that really hurt but i don't know so i'm like i'm not saying it to dismiss anybody's feelings i'm just saying in the way that i think about it like what what does it really hurt and her and right like they excuse me they don't really have a relationship like i said like the trying to parent years and you can't really tell me what to do he's basically like just uh another older person in her life because they never really get close like that and when she starts to get close to dane 
Zeus is noticing this. He's like, uh, what? what's going on here? Didn't I say you stay with and Dame was lying that whole time. He's like, Man, I told you I ain't on that. I'm not thinking about it. But um Zeus finds out anyway. And when he finds out, he kidnaps Dame and basically hold like he holding that nigga hostage. And it was right around the time like Dame and Kyler had spent the night together. Like, you know, they had a sex. And then she can't find him. And then the brother, she calls the brother and he like, what you calling me for? And she like, like, nigga, I don't want to talk to you. Like, where Dame at? I haven't heard from him, haven't seen him, like none of that, like where he at? And he like, right, I haven't talked to him either. So they started to put two and two together. So she realizes like what he did and she goes to her dad and is like, where is he? Tell me where he is like right now. And, of course, Zeus is like, didn't I tell y'all that y'all couldn't do this? So, he had to pay the consequences of his accent actions. And she's like, man, I ain't trying to hear that shit. Take me to my man right now. And before that, like, even when they was talking and kissing and sneaking and all that stuff, it wasn't, like, written in stone what they were doing with each other. Because, like, it ain't even really a relationship because he's still doing him at the end of the day. So, when Zeus takes her to him, Dame done lost weight. Like, he he down bad. And so, she tells, she tells Zeus, like, you know, I will never have a relationship with you again. Like, we will never speak. Like, whatever we were building, it stops right now unless you let him go. And, of course, that's like his, what is it? Achilles heel. He can't say no to his daughter. So, his only threat is telling Damien that he better treat her right or... You know, basically, he's going to die anyway. And Damien didn't even want her to do that because it's like, I don't know if I can give you what you need. So if I end up hurting you, I'm going to die anyway. So you might as well just get out of here. But she's not letting him do that. She's like, you know, you're not going to push me away in this situation. Like, we just going to see where it goes. And, you know, like, that'll be that. And... I think my like my one true gripe with the story was when Kyler tried to have his back like how he had hers everybody around her was calling her spoiled and saying you know she's just spoiled like that she don't understand that she just need to sit down somewhere I'm like that's not being spoiled that's showing your people love like I get he's like you know I'm the man you ain't gotta do nothing for me i got this and she's like no i love you and i'm gonna look out for you like how you looked out for me because at one point when fran like finds out about her she wants to invite her to dinner and she's still talking crazy about damien and kyler like not in front of me you're not gonna talk about him and he like man you know let it go just let her say whatever and kyler it's like no because the mom never knew that the reason why damien went to jail was for the younger brother because he held that down it's like you know she don't need to know that there's no reason to tell her 
And when Fran was just popping her shit, popping her shit, Kyla was like, do you even know that the reason why he did? And like leading up to it, he kept telling her like, stop, do not. And she said it anyway. And he was pissed. Like he left her at the house by, <laughs> by herself. And, um, you know, like he drove off and he like wouldn't even talk to her for a couple of days. And once again, they was calling her spoiled. Like she just spoiled. She don't get it. It's like, no, she's talking like she treats you like shit. She talking about shit that she does not know. So, you know, I had to set her straight. Um, but the underlying reason for that is because he didn't feel like it would make a difference. Like if she knew that he went to jail to protect the her favorite child that she loved so much, she was still going to look at him like he wasn't shit. Like she used to be an alcoholic and I think she was on drugs too. And one night she tells him like, I, I was right in naming you Damien because you are a demon. And he was what, 13 years old. And that always stuck with him. Like she really said that I was a demon and that basically like she regrets having me because I'm just such a problem in her life. And later on when he tells her that, like, she doesn't even remember. And he knows she doesn't. He, when she said, when he tells her that she said it, she's looking at him like, I said that. And it's just like, yeah, you did. And it stuck with him for the rest of his life and basically ruined him. Because even though he was having sex with women, he would never let a woman in for fear of they would do the same thing to him, like tell him he wasn't good enough or anything like that. And here comes Kyler just like willing to see past all of that. And um, so, you know, they live happily ever after because she wasn't going to let her new father come in the picture and tell her what she can and cannot do. And she like, you she told Damien, you're not going to run away from me. We're going to get through this together. And eventually she reads through all of the journal entries from her mom. And, you know, her mom telling her she loves her and to live her life. And all that stuff. And real quick, because it's not like it's a plot in the story, but it, I really didn't care too much about it. Because the mama in order to stay rich, I guess, she ran off Kyler's mama because that was the thing, like, she paid her or tried to pay her to leave and she crashed into her car to get her to leave, like, while she was pregnant with Kyler. And when Kyler was driving... Like, somebody ran straight into her and, like, messed her car up. So, she was in the hospital for a few days. Kind of find out that it was um, Zeus's mama behind that. Like, she just wanted her to leave. And Zeus had a niece and nephew who were twins who um, stayed with him. And, of course, Princess being the only girl that whole time, when Kyla comes through the door, she did not want her around basically like where she come from and um do you even really know that this your daughter and it's like they had a dna test so that squashed all that it's like yes it's his daughter um and then it's just like she just now you want to talk about spoiled princess was the one that was spoiled 
and really had no logic in feeling the way that she felt about Kyler and kept saying that Damien could do better with somebody else, but she was happy that he was coming out of his shell. And it's just like, like really what's your problem? You're, you're intimidated by your cousin for no reason. Cause it's like, she was stank from the get go and Kyler did nothing to her. Um, but she was best friends with Zara, who was Damien's ex-girlfriend. And Zara was engaged to this guy who she really did not want to be with, does not want to be with. But her family is forcing her to because it's old money, marrying old money. So keeping the money going and growing. Um, so this whole time while he been single... Her thing was, I'm engaged. I'm not worried about him. Um, you know, like, I'm not thinking about him. I've moved on. Then Kyla comes in the picture, and then all of a sudden it's, I still love you, you know, and I want to be with you. And he's like, man, don't you got a fiance? And I got my new lady now. Like, that chapter is closed. And so one night after they meet together and have that conversation, Zara has, like, all these bruises on her and Damien is arrested for assaulting her, which he did not do. When he left her, he had called Zara, I mean, called Princess to come sit with her. Because it's like, your best friend been drinking and she talking crazy. Like, come sit with her. And while, no, he got out of jail, he went to talk to Princess. And he asked her, he like, what the hell happened that night after she left with you? Because... You know, like, I left her with you, and I went home. I didn't touch her. And she's like, you know, after I got, like, I talked her down and got her to go home, she didn't have them bruises either, so I don't know what happened. Kind of find out she did it to herself and, I guess, told her family that he did it and they wanted to press charges. Um, Kyler also became pregnant, and at the... And what was supposed to be his surprise birthday party actually became a surprise engagement party. And he asked her to marry him. So they got married and had a son. He really wanted a daughter. He did not want a son because of his issues with his parents. Like his, his father neglected them, like did not claim either one of them. Um, basically said he didn't have no kids and if they was his kids that mean his mom they mama trapped him and he wasn't going to do nothing for them Um, he was a pimp their daddy was a pimp and so because of his parental issues he's like how how am I going to teach my son how to be a man and how am I going to be a good parent to him when I didn't have one and but I'm like, so how are you going to raise your daughter then? You were just going to put her off on Kyler and just come around when you felt like it? I'm like, just because you want this child to be a specific gender does not mean that the other parent is not, vo- is not involved in the parenting. Like, that makes no sense. Um, but they end up having a boy. And there, and then on the wedding day, which tripped me out, he got a letter from Kyler's mama. And at first, he wasn't even gonna read it because he like, 
how the fuck she got a letter from me and she didn't even know me but it was really just to whoever her daughter got married to because it just says um their future son-in-law or son-in-law treat my baby right you know make sure you take care of her whoop-de-whoop whatever whatever and you know what's that old video oh i'm gonna do that anyway because that's what i do it's just like you're not telling me nothing i don't even know you and you really like kind of scarred my lady so why would i listen to you anyway i'm not so you know go on about your business and the lovely couple lives happily ever after but i feel like i really didn't do it justice read it for yourself because kaylin did an amazing job the book was really good i really enjoyed it i really sat there and like read both of them back to back in one day like i could not put it down it was a great story i like her like now when i say details and you know like give us descriptions and draw out stuff this is what i mean like kaylin you did a great job kudos to you i can't wait i actually got a book of hers in my library that i do need to read and i think it's the part two uh trust my love not their life i think it is i gotta go look because i got a nikki brown story that i just read that i want to talk about that too so let me go anyway <laughs> peace and blessings my beautiful people hope you enjoyed the episode see you later